You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. What I really want to talk about today um, is employee handbooks. Now, if you are operating a business and you have uh, really at least five employees, definitely, but, um, but when you have employees and those employees have policies and procedures that they need to follow, you really need to have employee handbooks put in place. We run into a lot of companies that don't or they have employee handbooks that haven't been updated for years and years and years, um, or they are relying on certain um, emails or very um, incomplete sets of documents that they're utilizing. Now, employee handbooks do a, a few different things. The main thing is they allow for um, showing that employees know the rules, regulations, and the expectations within the workplace. Uh, one of the biggest fears of an employer is to be sued by their employee for being terminated and not being able to defend themselves in, in light of that suit. So uh, one of the things that uh, an employee handbook does, uh, for instance, speaks to progressive discipline. Uh, many times we as uh, the common uh, everyday person feel like at-will employment, as is pretty much every employee's employment situation, means that you can just go and fire somebody whenever because that's what you know, we think at will right. means. Um, and while that is true, that does not necessarily stop that individual from coming back and suing you and stating that they were wrongfully terminated. And when you get into situations where someone is claiming that they were wrongfully terminated and they're going to the um, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission uh, to state that, you know, they were wrongfully terminated and they want X amount of, of dollars for. Um, for being wrongfully terminated, you have to come up with ways in order to protect yourself from that, right? So if, in your, if, if you don't have an employee handbook, first of all, you're going to be put at, at, in a very, very um, bad position unless you can show certain documentation um, as far as the, this person received a warning here and this person was always late and, and you have those documents. But if you have an employee handbook and you can show that they signed the employee handbook, they, they acknowledged it, and you can show that they knew what the, what the expectations were and you have documentations showing that they did not meet those levels of expectation, then you place yourself in a much, much better position. And we know that we are in a very litigious society, so people sue for everything now. Everything. Now, what about, does, this, does the same rule apply if you are working as a 1099 employee? So 1099 employees, um, they, they can't sue for wrongful termination. Um, they, that's all contractual, right? So that will be more so me suing um, based on an expectation of what I would have received under the contract, but based on your breach. So. Uh, the the termination as it relates to contractual relationships um, such as 1099s and and uh, and con and people who are actually hiring the contractor is is all based on um, the termination provisions within that contract. So if you state that you can terminate the contract at any time, then that's when you can do it. If there's a 30-day notice, or if you have to give them an opportunity to cure any breach of that contract that they have, then you have to follow those stipulations. But this is uh, the employee handbook is is for um, actual employees, and it, it should differenti differentiate between part-time and full-time. 
Um, it should have provisions for, uh, for pregnancy leave, um, and so maternity and paternity leave. Uh, and then also military leave, and then um, certain provisions for the spouses or the family of military individuals who may have to take leave in order to take care of their uh, family member that is in the military. So there are a lot of, and then uh, and then when you uh, we we have uh, Vinny's on the show, Vinny Steakhouse, which I'm definitely going to go and get a steak. We were before the of show, course. we were talking about how much I love steak. Do you steak. know Jamal can eat like your Look, appetite? I, I love is out I love control. food. I love food, but. Um, if you're in an environment where your employees are going to be engaging, uh, they're going to have a client-facing position, right? That employee handbook needs to stipulate what is and is not proper attire for them coming into work. Because, again, um, let's say that you have a young lady that's, wear that's wearing revealing clothing and you have not put it anywhere in, uh, in any documentation that uh, what the expectation is as far as dress. You don't want her to come back and say that she was terminated based on anything other than a proper um, reason, and that was for her wearing two revealing of clothing while working. Once again, this has been Legally Binding, brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.